0: show. We are doing this in the mornings now. I'm proud of us. This is our third week straight. And
1: every morning we're coming on earlier (laughs) and closer to the time that we're supposed to. Yeah. Definitely. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to have some more coffee. Good morning. Progress, not perfection. Uh, And yeah,
2: don't let, what is it? Don't let the good be the enemy of the perfect or perfect be the enemy of the good. Yeah,
0: exactly. So good morning, everyone, and happy Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Juice Podcast. We are live as we are every Friday morning at 730 at the Seed and Bean Market downtown Fort Myers. And we invite you all to drop in and say hello, give us a little word of advice, how we can improve, maybe sign up for a little subscription or whatnot. Have a coffee. Yeah. Give some commentary. We're
2: open to commentary. Get a for- shot of CBD if you need that to get through the day. <laughs> Which you may in Florida right
1: now. Let's be honest. Oh,
2: yeah. After yesterday, last night. Oh, man. you want to tell
0: them, Sarah? So Cindy walks in and she looks at Sarah and she says, they signed it last night. And I just need to know what is happening. What? Give me the updates. I know we were facing a six-week abortion
1: And let's just put it this way: This is a total ban because it's six gestational weeks, which means what? Two weeks late for your period? Two weeks late, yeah, two weeks late for your period. And. I know not a single story of somebody knowing they're pregnant that early. Not a single one. Most of the time, it's four weeks-ish. And especially if you have irregular periods, then you're just screwed. You're screwed. So basically what happened, the bill was voted on yesterday, passed. In the
2: House, the Florida House. It was
1: passed through the Senate last week. Last week, yes. So the the final vote was yesterday in the House, and the bill passed. It was signed already last night by Governor Ron DeSantis. The irony in that.
2: We thought he was he on was, a book tour.
1: Yeah, we thought he was on a book tour. At least that was his excuse when he wasn't in Fort Lauderdale as it was underwater this week.
2: So Ron just finds the time for the things that, things that he,
0: he wants. That's yeah, right.
2: the priorities. So what's also important to remember is there's a few different things going on in the state. So we have a 15-week abortion ban that had been in place. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <Double laughs> little audio. So we had the 15 week abortion ban that's currently being tested. Okay. We had an increase in 2022 in the number of abortions that were performed in the state of Florida because Florida has become the place that other southern states, folks who need an abortion, have been right. coming here. So it, it was actually about 3,000 more abortions performed uh-huh. in 2022 than 2021. The further complicating factors in the six-week abortion ban are that Florida already has very restrictive and a lot of barriers to receiving an abortion you have to have a 24 hour waiting yes. period you have to have a an ultrasound before you can even approve that and so that's why sarah's correct in saying that this is basically a total abortion ban not only because most folks don't realize they're pregnant so early on in a pregnancy but the requirements to get the doctor's appointments that are necessary to even perform the abortion is nearly impossible given the time frame because it takes approximately 20 days to secure the appointments necessary. And what we already know is that women in poverty
1: are going to be most at risk with this because their access is limited already. And then you take that down to basically a two week period and there's no shot at it. And it's frustrating to hear the comment, the Republican commentary on this. And I will say that seven Republicans did vote no. So good for oh, good you for them, because this is not something that Floridians want, not oh, even no. Republican Floridians want this
2: 67% of Floridians, according to a recent Florida Atlantic university poll are in favor of abortion access.
1: And that's, what's so frustrating because your job as a representative is to is represent to, the people.
0: Yes. Yeah. I know I'm a little quiet on this issue, yeah. but it is said, how do you feel right now? Do you feel. Hopeless, do you feel like we just have so much work? What do you feel, Cindy? You got, you usually have a I, spark in your eyes.
2: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm feeling a bit defeated by the system at the moment. But actually, for me, I feel just disgusted too because of the way that Jenna Persons Malika, who is the representative for our area here, she was being celebrated by the right Um Actually, one organization made this whole montage of her and how she's bringing about the culture of life and yeah. anything we do to protect life matters. And it's such horseshit yeah. knowing the maternity mortality rate. Right. You throw in guns, you throw in the reduced access to all different types of care in the state. It's not about life. This is, I about don't think the, it's about life What about
1: either? the hundreds of thousands of children sitting in foster care? right now. That's what it just baffles me to say. And that's what I was going to get into the narrative of this of that. If you're pro choice, you're anti life. No, I'm sorry. If you are pro restrictive abortions, then you are anti life. Because Mm. the truth is we have children already drowning in the system that aren't getting the attention or the care that they need. And our legislators are busy focusing on this. It's so frustrating. I saw also, Representative Roach praising her. He's another local Ugh.
2: representative. And he was a co-sponsor.
1: Yes. And it's just the narrative on this is so damn frustrating. Yeah. And it's a somber feeling. But at the same time, I do have hope because I think the Republicans have pushed their agendas a little bit too far. And I think it's going to yeah. backfire on them. And we're seeing that at capitals all across the country yeah. that are instituting these bans and restricting the voices of the people.
0: Absolutely. We got a lot of folks joining us right now. We got about 13 people walking through the door. (laughs) But on a lighter note, shout out to the Dunbar Easter Parade. Cindy, we missed you. Oh, yes. Sorry. We missed you this year. Shout out to everybody who had an opportunity to attend the Dunbar Easter Parade. Miami may have the oranges. Fort Myers, Fort got, Myers
2: got the juice. Fort Myers
0: got the juice and it's juicing everywhere. Shout out to Lee Pitts. But yeah, we did it up this year. We missed you like though. It like fun, I know. Yeah. It was Sarah's highest. first time attending the Dunbar uh, Easter Parade. How would you yes. rank it from one to 10? Ten? 10 highest? Yeah.
1: 10 for sure. Okay, it was I'll take that. An amazing day. The sense of community was almost overwhelming. Yeah. It was just, it was incredible. And I can't believe that I've lived here for so long and I haven't attended but I swear, my first 12 years here, were, or 11 years,
2: was like in this little shell of really? my business.
1: And it's been nice to get out and experience yeah. the community.
2: Hey, shout out to Brittany Gonzalez, who's watching us right now. And Brittany is an amazing radio show host. She's actually probably on the radio. We're not trying to compete, girl, okay? No. But <laughs> no, We're not. We love you. But she's been an amazing advocate for women's health care. And that's such an important question that Brittany asks. What can
0: we do next? Mm-hmm. What, I mean, what's next? That's why I feel like, what do you, we gotta, you have to
2: have hope in order to push out hope. So it's good that you still have some hope. There's a few things that people are doing. One, I know, because a lot of people are reaching out to me, people are fundraising for emergency abortion funds, helping folks get the resources they need if they do have to travel out of state. So there I have my, my, my friend's daughter is putting together a teen led, youth-led yes. initiative to fundraise on this. So what some states people can travel to if they still want to access membership. I would have to pull up the map because the legislation is changing pretty rapidly. It's
1: far because pretty much the whole South has, we're really taking it way back to where the South was a whole separate entity.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's it. kind of part of the point. If you flagged the Michigan, that's Michigan how they feel about has, Florida anyway. Yeah. Michigan has really worked to preserve their reproductive freedom under Governor Gretchen Whitmer. They just passed some major legislation to roll back their ban that had been on the books since the 1800s. So that's one thing that you can do to help people immediately. The next step, because obviously this advocacy has not been working. Because our representatives actually don't care. So it doesn't right. matter how many rallies we hold outside of person's office. She was going to vote for this because this is part of her very flawed belief system. So what that means is that we have to work for the next election. And I know right. people hate when we say that. But this is talking about making sure that we are electing people to the state legislature right. that are willing to work for the people and preserve the rights of reproductive freedom and women's rights. So that means 2024, we got to get folks registered to vote. We have to help Howard Sapp, who's running against Jenna Persons Malika. We have to help whoever runs against Spencer Roach and make sure that they are getting in to that state legislature so they can roll back this legislation. That is really the only hope that we have to make changes. Yeah, but we
1: can't lose hope. The thing is this is still
2: being litigated as well Uh so we could
1: see the 15-week ban not go through now i'm not trying to instill hope that shouldn't be there that may not work but that is still a possibility these
2: bans could get rolled back through that through litigation it's true and there will be plenty of legal challenges that come up against the new law as well but those are long processes, right? So there, I think there does have to be this strategy of how are we going to help people now? And what are we going to do to move forward into the future? And the future part is the voting and making right. sure that we're getting pro-choice people and people who are working for the actual people elected to this Florida legislature.
1: And what's frustrating to me is, and what a lot of people I don't think understand, and I think you have to have a really a good knowledge of how our system works and how the vote works in our electoral system. In Florida, there's, what, 5.3 million Republicans, okay? And then there's 4.8 million Democrats, a little over 4 million independents, right? But, yet yeah, we have a supermajority. Right. That
0: does not reflect what the population is. So, break that down when you talk about a supermajority.
2: So, it was, like, 70 votes for the anti-abortion bill versus 40 against.
1: So it means that it doesn't
2: matter. And that 40 was like all the Democrats and then a handful of additional Republicans.
1: Republicans. So we have an overwhelming majority of Republicans representing the people in the Florida House. And yet that's not reflective of the population. The reason for that is because of the way our votes and our districts are set up. Gerrymandering. Gerrymandering. But also the fact that Republican districts tend to be more rural. Democratic votes are more concentrated in bigger right. cities. So their districts are more compact. So you may have way more people in a Democratic di- district, but it's one district. Republicans
2: are spread out right. more. So they're able to get more seats, even if they don't so have how they a majority drew the vote. Yeah. It's crack and pack, crack and pack. That's the thing. Right. So they crack the districts. So the places where there's a significant amount of people who are likely to vote Democratic. Right. And by the way, it was determined by the Supreme Court that they can use race as a proxy for likely Democratic voters. Because that's actually how the 2012 or the 2010 legislative map, congressional map, got that was gerrymandered to high hell, made it through. Because the Republicans at that time had used race as a proxy for Democratic votes. And as long as they weren't trying to actually hurt the voting prospects of that race of people, it was okay to say that they were trying to hurt the voting prospects of Democrats. And so they would break apart those districts. And right here in Florida 19, that's one reason why the line goes through, takes out Fort North Fort Myers and cuts out Lehigh. That's where you have larger populations of Democratic voters, because then that would shift this district a little bit more Democratic if they were included. And then they pack them into the urban areas, that's what Sarah was describing. So they're already compact, and so they just say, okay, like they put as many Democrats in one district. So you have in congressional maps, for instance, places that have plus 35 Democratic votes, whereas you don't actually have anything near as high as that with the Republicans. And that's because they make it so that it's statistically... Almost impossible for a Democrat to win, but not overwhelmingly re- Republican.
0: Yeah. It's Which, scary living in Florida at this point. Yeah. What are some of the laws that are circulating out right now? Another big thing that
1: was going on in the Florida House this week was, uh, did you hear about Rep Barnaby and his little outburst? What? Tell us Ooh, about it. Okay. So Rhett Barnaby, who is a representative in Volusia County, my home. He, they were looking at the bill that would criminalize using a bathroom that is not your designated birth sex. So this harms me because I have to, sorry, I have to pee a lot. And there right. are many times where I will use a male's restroom and I don't so, even care. So if you, so that would if be you criminal. use
0: a bathroom outside of your, matter of fact, I was at FGCU yesterday for take back the night. And yeah. I was looking for the bathroom and then I see this symbol uh-huh. of just freedom because it had every kind of symbol, like in other words, anybody can use the bathroom right. in this particular facility. So uh-huh. why are we thinking yeah. about that? Because it's just another part of this just attack on attack trans people, on trans yeah. people and, just,
2: yeah. and that's the thing about the whole- And then
0: I heard also not to cut you off, no, but then I heard also that there was they're going to be like gender checks for youth athletics. So a Florida representative put that forward too. I yeah.
2: think no, that had passed through. I believe it wasn't. It was in the news as well. Kentucky, I think they're going to be. The, they want to check the genitals. I can't keep track of. Children. It was not this state. It was another state. So have. that they
0: can pass a test, so that they can know yeah. that they are there, the sex that they were born.
2: Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous assertion. It doesn't happen that often as the other thing. But it's part of this red meat culture war uh-huh. that's driving the far right Republican bases. Yeah, and so we want to see this discussion because they've been told this is a problem. Yeah. And bathroom bills, by the way, have a long history in this state at the local level as well as being this kind of thing to get people agitated around. Really? Yes.
1: Again, these are issues that are non-issues. I don't they're think they're issues. non-issues. And Barnaby, Rep. Barnaby, here's the, the as he was speaking on this bill, he said, he feels like he's living in an X-Man movie. There's nothing but mutants and demons. He literally called trans people demons and rebuked them. Say I rebuke you Satan and demons. Wow. In the well. This is shout out to representative
0: Shervin. Shervin Shev, Jones. Shevron Jones. He yes. he spoke so well. I share his video because he said these aren't demons. Trent, these are human beings, right. basically. But the way he spoke, it was it was passionate and it was from the heart. So support your representatives when they're on track, when they're doing what they're supposed right. to do. Share their content. Yeah. Help get the word out to support uh to support our local representatives that are actually working on behalf of the people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But this is, I think that it's worth noting, listen, it's very easy to poke fun at somebody who comes in and says, oh, they're demons and all this kind of stuff. But I think it's important to, to talk about how that dehumanizes people. And that's dehumanization language. And these are the precursors to genocide. This is how, you know, Hitler had, Talk like this, using dehumanizing language against the Jews, right. and by the way, against trans and LGBT people. Right? Yeah. And it's a way to justify future violence. Yeah. Right? When you dehumanize people, and people so think, this is a big people deal.
1: People think it's an overreaction to say things like that, and it's not. Like all of these genocides and dictate dictatorships, they all start with book bans. They all start with. Creating a mistrust in the media, like so,
0: we're seeing this stuff play out in real time. Yeah, and speaking of another element of genocide, check this one out: Florida bill to criminalize Uh filming police action. Right. Film like, Mm -hmm. granted. Okay, so the bill specifically says you can't be within twenty feet of a police officer filming that police officer. Thank goodness for Zoom. We just gonna have to tighten up on that Zoom feature, but how in the world who does that protect and do you think this is another element of uh do you think this is number one in anti-black sentiment and do you think that what what can we do about this what we can do is what we already
1: said we need to turn out and vote we need to because the numbers Okay, it's not impossible, and that's what I want our viewers, to Give us hope. Understand, there you go. Give us hope. It's that it's not impossible. Because we have I think seen, we feel like it is
0: in Florida, No, it's,
1: it's really not. If we just turn out in greater numbers, yes. because it's not just about who's registered. It's about who turns out. To vote. Not only that, the youth across the nation are showing out because Republicans have taken it too far. So these are a lot of bills. We're dealing with the most progressive generation, the one right. that's coming up these republicans are in trouble and they know it and that's why they're pulling these stunts but the truth is and the reason why i brought up the districts and the numbers and barnaby is that regardless of what ticket you run on, if you are a Republican and you win, there are still 4.8 million Democrats in this state that you are not speaking for. Wow. When you get elected, you are not just speaking for your Republican constituents. You are
0: speaking for everyone in your mm-hmm. district, and that's what they're not we doing. We need somebody so, representing for the people. Y'all know any, Cindy, you know anybody who can, You do you know anybody who can, who can
2: who is, just take, because- I know some people. I
0: know a few people too. But who comes out of the woodwork? That's some power.
2: I want to take a moment. Shout out to Anne Marie coming to us from Facebook. Yes, thank you for she's resonating with you, saying thank you to representatives who are doing the right thing. But she tells us that one of her neighbors is a New York State senator. That's wild. Who sponsored an anti-trans bill? That's awful. And I hope that if you're in situations like that, and I know it can be difficult, but yeah, try and talk to folks tell them what it means because sometimes these people who are put up to do these different bills and blah 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 sometimes they're just doing what they're told and they haven't thought it right. all through. Yeah. and they um, haven't
0: been properly challenged either
2: yeah that's true and shout out to melinda blue note, What's up, blue note? What's up? she was our drop of the week a couple weeks ago and hoping that she will come and join us one of these mornings she's supposed to be here on the 28th that's right, right. So we're excited for that. So thanks to all everyone that's watching us here live, and the that joins us afterwards in our podcast. And don't forget to join us in studio here in in and bean Downtown Fort Myers. Yeah. So what do we have coming up this week? So I
0: know. Shout out to various women's organizations yes. who tomorrow morning here in downtown Fort Myers will be sponsoring a walk and talk. Yes. Basically, it's not a women's march per se. But it's a walk and talk event where you come together with like minds. That's going on tomorrow. Where do we meet, Sarah? I believe we're meeting at the Pavilion in Centennial Park. Okay, yes. So that's at 8 a.m. tomorrow under the Pavilion, yes. Centennial Park. I'm not sure if I'll be there. I have a sorority meeting tomorrow, so I need to be fully There's the there. Democratic
2: Women's Club of East Lee County's meeting. Sorry, I got a little coffee there. Democratic (laughs) Women's Love of East Lee County tomorrow morning. Getting that stood up so all the women in Lehigh area Mm -hmm. have a home group. So that's going on too. Nice, nice. Shout out. We got a lot of chatter this morning. Good morning, Elizabeth. And thank you for your work on the coalitions. And I think everybody... Getting together, building groups, building right. coalitions, that is really what is going to make some change here in the state. So keep up the great right, work. Yeah, hey. we're
0: still in this, we still together. Yeah. I'm a little quiet this morning on the topic, but one thing I do know how to do is stay connected to the information. Shout out to the various organizations. Like last night we were with the National Organization for Women now, the Fort Myers Women's March at the Take Back the Night event at yeah. FGCU. So People still care about these issues, and they're showing up in their own ways. And you can join too. Just reach out and touch somebody's hand. Let's rule back a little bit. though. why are you feeling a little bit quiet? You don't feel very connected to this issue. I don't feel very knowledgeable about the up to date. Uh, the up to date. Like I didn't know what happened last night that the bill was signed last night. I don't know if I. I didn't go to bed that early, but I don't know why. <laughs> but nevertheless, I feel as though there is this feeling of not knowing how to connect like once you're informed not knowing what to do next the practical steps i'm a voter so i vote so then after that once you have it in your mind that okay i'm going to stay connected to people who i think will represent the people as you mentioned sarah but i think ultimately outside of that in the day-to-day process it's hard to not feel defeated by power yeah It's hard to not. And that's, I think part of our network of people and bringing voices and bringing people together is to stay informed. But then we also have to have somebody to keep us empowered, give people hope. When there are times of hopelessness and despair, and we have to find ways, we have to create hope, but as you all were sharing information, I was really just listening, just trying to, to learn, but
2: shout out to those who still have hope i was yes. gonna say this is a good opportunity to also let our activists and advocate friends know that it's okay to take a break yeah your self-care at this time is really important because we need everybody for the long run i think that's very important to emphasize because i think yes we can get like we want to fight but this isn't going to be a long-term battle it, absolutely okay yeah so,
0: that's what it feels like it feels like it's going to be a long-term battle and with protesting, because again, shout out to women in Southwest Florida and men who showed up to, what was the name of it? The the, Occupy? The the Occupy? Occupy on Monday. I wasn't able to make it, but people are showing up. Shout out right. to Elizabeth. We have a housing justice coalition and I'm one of the head, heads of the Collier County Tenants
2: Union. Yeah. Oh, hi. We've heard about, I've heard about you, Elizabeth. Yeah. Thanks so, for your work. Absolutely. And so, Anne Marie says that we're giving people hope, so that's good. Are we? Thank you. Anne-Marie. Okay.
0: Thank you for that. But I'm trying to stay connected to hope because
2: what it's okay to regroup. It's okay to rest. Yeah. And I had to take that too, as when I was running for office and I care about all the issues, but you can't show up to every protest. You cannot
0: you care cannot... about every cause. Oprah yeah. said that one time many years ago at this. Function I attended in Atlanta, but you can't care about every cause, but even staying connected, it can feel overwhelmed, but empower those who do care, who do have the passion. My new ministry is getting behind people who have that knowledge and who have that passion and doing my best to push them forward because sometimes I get a little weary. And sometimes we you get do. a little weird. We all do. Yeah. Sometimes we have to step back, but when we step back, we have to know that things are still moving and progressing. So, yeah, I support us taking that time out, but we also empowering other people. Have some coffee. Cheers, and, and friends. That's the thing. <laughs> Self care is so important, and
1: taking the time to reflect on what's happening so that we can be better organized and so that when we do come out we're taking meaningful and effective actions and i'm i'm really i know like i said i feel a little bit somber this morning because i know that until the litigation goes through this bill will go in effect on july 1st and i'm i'm somber because i know that there are going to be lives
0: affected in such a negative But on the preventative end of that, do you think now the response is people will be, will not get pregnant or not, or put themselves in? put, I want to be careful with how I word this. Do you think that this legislation now alters the mindset of everyday people and how they may interact? No, because despite the narrative, this isn't an issue of a lack of
1: responsibility. In a lot of cases, this is an issue of a lack of resources. Mm. So when we're already stripping funding from organizations like Planned Parenthood, who offer resources to people that don't have access to them,
2: then we're building
0: problems. You we're building, building problems, the problems and then building laws to deal with those problems to in the further harshest the problems. way. Yeah. To yeah further absolutely. The problems. But I'm inspired because
1: I'm seeing a lot of young people coming out. I'm seeing different groups, even at Occupy.
0: There's a whole different group of people, and they were, like, taking leadership. Yeah, yeah. That makes me feel feel great. And how can we get more of that? That's what I'm trying to grow. We need some civic engagement programs solidified, and we can grow, like, the organizations that we have. We've attended events where you will see the majority of people that are there representing an organization. But as you're trying to reach people, the audience can be a little bit slim, but
2: stay on the battlefield. That's something that I've dedicated myself to coming up this cycle is making sure that people that want to run have the resources. People that are thinking about it know what they want. And actually, I think you might be talking about our friend Jesse. Kasen, who is somebody who's been involved a little bit, but really wants to get more involved. So I've been talking with her and helping her to feel encouraged because sometimes people just don't know where to step exactly, in. Exactly, exactly. And and they need people to say, look, no, you can do this. There's you know, you have every right to be there, to be in front, to lead, to organize, to amplify. You can do all of it. Anybody can do all of that. You can start your own group, you can jump in with others, you can see what now or women's march are doing and you can amplify and show up and participate there's nothing that's stopping you these are not exclusive organizations advocacy is not exclusive as a matter of fact the women's march and
0: now we can use some additional leadership and participation so just reach out y'all already you connected to the right people we just gotta continue to do what we're doing. Well, and too, did you all see, and this is also encouraging. Did you
1: see, we talked about this last week, but the Justins, Justin Pearson and Justin Jones were reinstated, re-instated. in the house. And did you see what the Tennessee? streets, the massive amount that of young people? Yeah. Those are our new voters. Yes, like Tennessee yes. is in trouble. That's what these people do not understand justice will always prevail it will always prevail and i'm a true and firm believer in that and even though we've had to cycle through these movements like repeatedly we will prevail and we are seeing young civil
0: rights leaders come to the forefront and i see that in both of the justice yeah so i'm inspired by somebody called them just in case and just in time that's true. Those are the new leaders. But I'm yeah. um, that that say thank you for that because sometimes it can feel like, "Oh, okay, what are we doing?" But then we got I said that about Generation Z. They are on some other stuff. Yeah. They are why they can get out of hand with this cancel culture concept. They are calling stuff out left and right, calling people to be accountable yeah. and to examine their actions. Right. So, I think we need more of that. Yes. I agree, And I think we're in Florida too. Like I said, you push people so far
1: and then you might get a backlash that you weren't prepared for. And we may just see that in Florida as well. I hope that we Ooh, do. And ready. I think these walks, these occupies, these are all ways that until election season people are coming together yeah. to build and to organize. And I just say, look out, look out. Because if you haven't been speaking for the people might come for you. Okay.
2: Wow. You can make all the montages about how you love life all you want, but there are people, real people, living people whose lives are going to be affected by your decisions. Right. So don't be afraid if those people show up at your door.
1: Oh, and speaking of which, I saw our local county commissioner, Cecil Pendergrass, mm-hmm. commenting on Spencer Roach's mm-hmm. post about pro-life. Same um, what? Cecil, if you're so pro-life, where the hell were you after Hurricane Ian? Because nobody saw you on the ground until you were riding up in that helicopter. We he was Joe in Biden. Germany
2: on a tourism trip, remember? So, oh, how about that evacuation, too? How about being pro life about evacuating people for the hurricane? How about that? That's a
0: fact. Yeah, our elected officials, you all need to be accountable. I challenge them in my own little ways because I remember after the hurricane. There was this missed opportunity, I think, by a lot of our elected officials Absolutely. to show up and to just to say, you know what, we're here, you're not going through this by yourselves, and we're doing what we can to provide you with the information. Because sometimes the only thing to comfort you is information. The circumstance just has to be uncomfortable in other ways, huh. but just to see people who
2: care and are trying like that goes yeah. a long way.
0: Good yeah. morning, Cindy
2: good morning yeah it's just no No. (laughs) Marie asked, where was byron donald where were any of them byron showed up to one town hall hall, and actually you know he and i together we have a good working relationship when we talk he was trying to help folks i know that he didn't follow through on all of those but actually it was his staff took that opportunity to corner me afterwards and start attacking me because i was telling the truth about some of the things that they've done Mm, including attacking political rivals including their criminal past, including killing people on I-75. And yes, Jesse, pardon, I'm talking about you and I'm never gonna stop talking about it no matter how hard you try to bury that because I want people to know the types of folks that our Congressman has surrounded himself with. He has surrounded himself with people who are willing to take people who are political rivals out in public and shout them down. Byron had to pull his staff off me twice in yeah. that encounter.
0: I don't think you should ever get to that point. Right. But I do want to say, because we're calling out elected officials, shout out to, for this reason, Brian Hammond. Because during the hurricane, I did invite him to come to one of the distribution sites. It was spur of the moment. And he showed up. He Good. showed up. Okay. Because I we got to make it a point to bring information and bring things to their awareness. But do it in a way that does not make them feel as though they should have already known to do. bring yeah, stuff to people
1: i i gotta bite back on that a little bit because as elected officials it is their responsibility to let us know but and we also have a, but we
0: also have a duty too to let them know how we feel about them oh and yeah. Their work. yeah so Absolutely. once the opportunity is extended and there is room at the cross for redemption to all of you politicians (laughs) that have done things or not shown up or not represented the people in a way. The thing about it is you can always turn it around. I always say that about, especially our Republican representatives. We, I for one never see them, never see them in certain neighborhoods trying. I don't see the effort to reach out, to create Mm -hmm. networks to where multiple groups of people feel recognized, feel as though their elected official cares about what they have going on in their lives.
2: Yeah, definitely Cecil Pendergrass can get down on his knees and repent because he's got a hell of a lot to repent for. Not only just abandoning the county in our hour of need, but he's involved in a lot of ridiculous white supremacy activities online. He is incredibly rude to people when they reach out as far as I think people need to be
0: challenged. That's what pisses me off. It's like, we hear these like how you just so perfectly described cecil pendergrass but what bothers me is that they are not properly
2: challenged like we have people who can really give them a run you mean like many. to run against yeah. them in the office yeah. yeah we really do and actually cecil pendergrass is up for election so if you're interested in running for county commissioner definitely reach out to us right. it's a you have to live in the district in the district so there's two four and five are up so it's brian hammond cecil Pennergrass, and mike greenwell's seats are up for election in 2024 you have to live in that area but it's a county-wide election so that's one of the reasons why we haven't had representation on the districts because everybody in the county can vote And that's huge. It's actually larger in population than the congressional districts. Right. So you're talking over. So if
0: you know any good candidates for office, connect them to Cindy, because honestly, it it just takes the average individual that cares enough, that is competent enough and knowledgeable enough to pursue these offices. And who knows, you may give somebody hope and we may make some changes. So encourage people to run for office when you feel as though they have the wherewithal and the bandwidth to do so and who what it is a love for community i think you have
1: to love your community because it going back to hurricane ian after in the aftermath we saw our communities come together and really lean on each other and help each other but our elected officials were nowhere to be found i agree with you and even when there was a situation out in harlem heights where there was a sewage line broke and there was sewage all in the street flooding the street and i'm calling every every county commissioner's office and i don't even get so much as a voicemail now i understand that things were hectic with the power lines and things like that but it took an ridiculous amount of work to get in touch with somebody to get that handled because right. nobody had been out there. So just things like that. You have to love your community and you have to be in touch with your community. Absolutely. How do you know all how to represent representative all representatives. We're calling you out. We
0: are calling you we are out here on a juice podcast even if you're doing well, keep up the good work, yeah. but let the people we'll try decide harder. that. Try a little bit harder. We'll try harder. We can all do better. We can all stand to do better. But a lot of you have gotten to a point, a lot of elected officials have gotten to the point of just flat out laziness, mm-hmm. comfort, and perhaps that's the voter's fault. Whatever the case is, people can see the lack of effort in many ways. So you're not hiding from us. We
2: see you. And you expect know. to get called out. I think that's part of what I've seen is that Cecil Pendergrass can get away with sending side remarks back to constituents and not responding to their emails, phone calls, texts, or confrontations because there, are, there isn't an opposition.
1: They feel safe. Um, they feel, they safe, feel safe. And they so can they get away with a lot of that. stuff.
2: So that ends. Yeah. That ends.
1: Your safety is at risk, my friends. And I don't mean that physically. Nobody cancel. <laughs> no, but
2: your comfort of being able to lie, cheat, steal, pull the wool over the constituents' eyes are done. That's one of the reasons why we started this and all the other shows on Big Mouth Media is to hold folks accountable when it otherwise it seems like they act with impunity. Yeah. So speaking of, <laughs> before
1: we get off, I think we need to touch on a national issue right now that is major. We've seen the biggest... It's not a whistleblower case but the biggest leak since snowden have you all heard about that mm-hmm. yeah so there was a leak of intelligence information by a oh yeah the fbi the the
0: guy the 21 year old yeah okay yeah yes. i did see that
1: he was an i.t person for mess what is no, national guard
2: read. national guard i thought
1: it was national like, guard i thought it was air force
2: No, his father was in the
1: Air Force. Oh, okay, okay. No,
2: yeah. He was um apparently he was an IT professional and Uh had access to a lot of documentation. And he took photos of that and shared it on Discord servers Uh amongst a group of friends, and then they had like a gaming discussion, and they that got shared around. So and this is intelligence, like
1: national security intelligence information. 21
2: years old, because but how
0: did he get access to it? He's an IT guy, and that's what a lot of people are questioning. Like,
1: how did he have access? There was, There's all this, these rules and protocol, and that's what they're trying to get to the bottom of, is how he got access to this information to leak. Right. If it, and it looks like it was printed, so how did he get that out?
0: Yeah, I saw the video of him being arrested on the BBC, and everybody was like, wow, a gamer yeah. was able to have this much power and do all this stuff. Gamers are smart, though. But we do have, he had security clearance. Mm -hmm. Like, he's on a
1: high enough level to where he had the security clearance. He just, there are people that don't, I don't know, you get the security clearance and then you can't be trusted. So what
0: happens next with that?
2: He's arrested. He's being arraigned this morning on the Espionage Act.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, it's interesting. So what we learned from it is apparently some... interesting intel about ukraine and some of their weaknesses funny enough this was broken because a russian media company had found it on these discord servers and then actually altered it to make russia look better Uh and then it got out and then the united states folks started figuring it out but yeah so additional security cables look at me when you said russia though
0: (laughs) it was the way you looked at me when you said you might be interested in how russia is a hot topic which means that (laughs) you thought i might be interested i thought you might be interested
2: in russian espionage and how it's affecting the united states
0: i know it is and that's why i'm (laughs)
1: Interestingly, um, even though you've seen both Republicans and Democrats speaking out about this and saying this is a horrible breach of security, this is terrible, he needs to be held accountable at the highest levels, then you have Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right. Who said? Who comes out and defends him. Yeah. And says who should be to blame, him or the administration who is warmongering, essentially. Don't quote me. That's not exactly what she said. But that was the effect she used, that he was anti-war. And that he was calling out the United States and their involvement. And Marjorie, you already have the award for the most outlandish in our Congress. So you can stop trying. Well, I
2: think that this was – seems as though that this young man was um, very hyper-Catholic, very into guns. So he's, like, her type of guy. And so she was stepping out to defend – what she saw as somebody Speaking who was aligned that, with her base. Speaking
0: of She's that, I don't even social. think we, usually we try to pay homage to the victims of mass shootings, but it's getting to the point,
2: I don't even oh. think we did that because no. it's so- yeah. In Nashville, it was the three children and then three adults. No, no another the one, one after that. In Louisville,
0: Kentucky. Louisville,
2: Kentucky. Yeah. Rick so- Scott's friend died, that's all I remember. Oh. In that shooting? Yeah, Rick Scott's banker. Oh, wow. That? And so I tweeted at Rick Scott. I'm like, so are you gonna change your position then? Wow. <laughs> now there's somebody that you know has been affected. Isn't that it's how just, Republicans work? Yeah. But shout out sanity. to the
0: shout out to those yeah. to the victims and five, wow, it's just five like people. five people were killed That's and so many I other heard, injured. Yes. So it's just so I've uh, actually
2: heard something about this. So we talk awesome. about yeah the backlash against gun violence and people want more regulation, but there's some. Folks who believe that this is actually part of a normalization of violence that allows for greater levels of violence. So once we normalize dying and violence, it will not be that big of a step to have additional like state-sponsored violence. It could be (laughs) arresting women who have a miscarriage on charges of abortion, which South Carolina representatives have already said that they want the death penalty for. It's... This is. There are people who say that this, the reason that these you know mass shootings and that's go on exactly, is because of that. That's exactly why when
0: people were like, "You're going to Pakistan? Oh my God, be safe!" I'm like, bro, the United States is the one with these really? random mass shootings consistently, back to back, mm-hmm. constantly. And the desensitization that is occurring because it is so frequent. I might as well just go and just travel to all these places that the US State Department warns that we don't travel to. Yeah. Because look at us. Like, at any minute, at any time, you don't have to have a permit to carry ammunition in this state. It's just like you feel vulnerable. You feel as though crime and violence is being encouraged, like you just said. I so I was going to say, ahead. no,
2: go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of travel bans, uh huh. The Equality Florida has issued a travel restriction. bit Yeah, did
0: I send you that? I sent one yeah. of you that last night. Yeah, travel restriction on Florida, Florida. Traveling
2: to Florida if you are LGBT. And the NAACP already did. yeah They
1: already did weeks ago. And yeah, it's the not NAACP safe in the state of Florida for black people. And now Equality Florida has said the same thing about
0: the LBGTQ. We can't let that, man. But just so you all know, there are those of us here in the state that are pushing back on all of these mindsets. Because it's a matter of the heart, right? Legislation comes, but ultimately it's a matter of heart it's a matter of where your mind is that causes you to think a certain way about other groups of people anti-lgbtq sentiment anti-black sentiment right it is we see it all happening right but there are those of us here don't think all of florida is just this this shit show because look at us on the juice it's really not it's not a shit show
1: that's what I'm saying. Like our legislature makes it appear that there's this overwhelming majority of extremists and right wing extremists yeah. in the state. And though there are, we do have quite a few, there's one third of us yeah and, and we don't even know more than media. half the npas
0: yeah well. exactly support independent media because we're doing our best to get the word out we should start covering some of these rallies and marches that we attend I anyway i agree or maybe we can just start editing and adding some clips in but we're yep, growing here we're yeah. growing on the juice podcast and cindy we seem to have some very engaged listeners this Me morning too. so thank you all so much thank, thank you, thank you. Share these videos just to get the word out there, to get the pushback out there, and to let others know that you may get discouraged sometime, but nevertheless, this is a this is gonna be a long journey ahead. We've uh-huh. come a long way, and I want people to be encouraged, really. Yes. I want to be encouraged. That's why I stay connected to both of you.
2: And I'm a fighter, so yes, you are. Same,
0: same. <laughs> we are not
1: going down. I don't not care what Brian DeSantis says about the Democratic Party, which again, Ron, those are the people you serve that you're talking about. Absolutely. We're not um, monsters. No. And we really need people. And even if anyone's listening or who is a Republican, vote in your primaries. Let's try not to put these crazies in office. Even if you're a Republican and you don't support all of this extremist agenda, vote in the primaries. Get these extremists out of office at whatever cost. Because despite what The whole narrative is about Republicans are anti-big government. We're not big government, and that's why control needs to be within the state. Everyone should understand that when a Republican says that, or when anyone says that, they're not for less government. That doesn't mean the power goes to the people. In fact, it usually means that the state governments are more restrictive. That's why they don't want federal oversight. So keep that in mind. And throughout history, that has been made clear. They want the gover- the federal government out of states business so that they can commit atrocities within their states, as we've seen with Jim Crow laws. Now we're seeing with abortion bans. So don't be fooled by the fact that they're saying the government needs to stay out of our business. What
2: they mean is federal government stays out so we can restrict right. And let's also correct the idea that there's red states and blue states, because like you said, Florida's Florida's purple. So we got Democrats and Republicans and non-party folks in here. So there's no such thing as a state culture, which is another thing that folks are talking about. Even in in the reddest of states, there's a large proportion of people who do not agree, who are not necessarily all Republicans. So don't buy into the state culture thing and that the states have to make laws to this because that is not, they're not necessarily representative of the people. And that's just a cop-out for a small group of powerful people in that state to maintain power.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So the message of the day is get out, organize, talk to your friends, have uncomfortable conversations, and talk to people about how these policies affect everyday lives. Talk to people, even people that don't agree with you. We have to have these conversations because I feel like a lot of people don't see the follow through. Yeah. The end game of what these policies mean.
0: What's the drop of the week? How are we going to drop them out? Oh my week? gosh,
1: drop of the week
0: summertime janice joplin chantal
1: did you recently learn about this song didn't you no no i love this song I thinking of that just learned about this song oh i think somebody that i watched that does music reviews okay that is
2: a good song so we'll put in summertime janice joplin in here you'll see
1: Everybody who has joined us this morning, we appreciate your support. Please spread the word, help us grow.
0: We appreciate you.
2: All right. Tune in for more at BigMouthMediaFL.com. And Elizabeth and Cindy, call me about those runs. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.